This is Apostle James Podcast, transfiguring the world by the Word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Remain watchful and pay attention as we dive into what the Lord has for us today. Welcome again to my podcast. I am your regular host, the Lord's brother, Apostle James Okpabi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, in this episode, we are talking about the truth that will make you free. In the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5, verse 32, the apostles of Jesus Christ, you know, answering the, the counsel, said unto them, and we are witnesses of these things, and the Holy Spirit is also whom God has bestowed on those who obey him. They say we are witnesses of these things. They, they were telling them to stop preaching, you know, preaching and teaching in the name of Jesus from verse 28. So verse 27, so they brought them and set them before the council, before the Sanhedrin. I'm reading a amplified version. And the high priest examined them by questioning saying we definitely commanded and strictly charge you not to teach in or about the, this name yet here you have flooded jerusalem with your doctrine and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us then peter and the apostles replied we must obey god rather than men the God of our forefathers raised up Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on, on a tree, on a cross. God exalted him to his right hand to be prince and leader and savior and deliverer and preserver in order to grant repentance to Israel and to bestow forgiveness and release from sins. And we are witnesses of these things. And the Holy Spirit also, whom God has bestowed on those who obey him. That's who we are. That's what our calling is. We are witnesses to the fact that God exalted Jesus to his right hand to be prince and leader and savior and deliverer and preserver in order to grant all the world repentance, to grant repentance to the world Israel and to bestow forgiveness of sin and release to bestow forgiveness and release from sins amen hallelujah and they feed jerusalem with the word of god that's the purpose of our podcast to fill the entire world with the word of god praise god and as you are hearing us god is going to release you god is going to set you free god is going to bring you out from any kind of captivity and bondage that's why jesus christ came to release you from every captivity and bondage and that's why that in the series i'm bringing across to us right now the truth that will make you free you need to be free the bible says whosoever the son says free is free indeed there are some people that are in bondage of alcoholism drug addiction and you need freedom there are some people that are bondage in sickness and diseases infirmities and all that you need freedom there are some people that are emotionally traumatic you need freedom and that's why Jesus came. And I tell you, as you are hearing that, you have freedom. So we are witnesses to bring deliverance unto you. There is a deliverer. There is a preserver of your life. There is one that will bring you out. There are people that are living in the guilt of sins all the rest of their life. You receive repentance. You, you, you will grant you repentance and grant you forgiveness of sins. Amen. 
So I'm going to talk to you about the truth that will make you free. We are witnesses of these things. We are here to witness unto you. That's what Apostle James Podcast is. And that's what my partners also do. You know, with KC Podcast. So you just listen very well. And then I see what God is going to do in your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So I bring to you this as a, as Jesus' witness. Huh? You can reason with us. You can find a comment section or send us questions or ask questions about salvation, about your deliverance. Don't die in your don't die in silence. Don't die in silence. You know there is this uh, you know this news organization. Is it there? He said that democracy dies in silence. I think that's Washington Post. You know he said democracy dies in silence. Is that that? You know, don't die in silence. Don't die in silence. Ask questions. Speak. Ask questions. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm bringing you the to help you to reason on your own with the scriptures. That's what we with the, the pattern of our coming to you so that you can reason with the scriptures. So on the many truths that will surely make you free. And consider their faith. You know, the Lord Jesus said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, that uh, we all should be witnesses. You are saved to save others. We are interested in saving all the world. You will hear me saying this every time. God is interested in, in over or nearly 330 million Americans. God is interested in over 1.4 billion Chinese, 1.38 billion Indians. God is interested in them. God is interested in the over 500 million EU citizens. God is interested in over 200 million Nigerians. He's interested in over 8. something million Togolese. And I thank God for the age that we are in. I will repeat this again and again. And that is why you are hearing us right now. God is interested in your salvation. Jesus said, if I'm lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. So we are lifting up Jesus in your life so that Jesus will draw you. Jesus is your savior. Jesus saved you. You don't need to worship idols. You don't need to worship yourself. You don't need to worship man. You need to worship Jesus. I say you need to worship Jesus. Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 1, you believe that there is God. Yes, you do. Well. Believe also in me. In fact, the Bible says that if you believe there is one God, yes, Huh? You believe there's one God? Yeah, yeah. You clap for yourself. Huh? Because even the demons believe. <laughs> even the demons believe and they tremble. Do you understand that? That's what the Bible says. The demons believe and they tremble about it. So, you know, receive Jesus Christ into your life. He is your savior. So I not only encourage you uh, to study with us and believe but also become the witness of the truth of salvation has God done something in your life witness salvation to others amen hallelujah glory to God your truth that you share can set somebody else free as you are going to be made free right now you know there's something 
about the world that we live in. There is something about this world that we live in. And only the Bible gives us the real understanding. There's something about this world that we're living in. There's something about this world that we're living in. Only the Bible gives us the real understanding. You know there's something about the Bible. Go up and down. Generation comes and generation goes. The Bible remains the truth. Science comes and science goes. Bible remains the truth. No matter how science is developing, James Webb Telescope is only discovering what God put in the orbit in Genesis chapter 1. They have not found the depth. They will not find it. They will not find everything. Are you getting that? So the James Webb Telescope that they published, NASA published recently, of the thing that they took, you know, the Hubble Telescope like that, what he saw some years back, James Webb Telescope saw deeper and brighter. The only, who put all those things there? Was it Big Bang that put it there? Big Bang put it and put all those things and they became as they are. Big Bang did it. Big Bang did it and then they became like that. No. Somebody put it, there is a super intelligence. There is a master creator. And that creator is God. So even James Webb is telling you that we can see further. So there is life further. But I want to tell you the way to go to heaven. I can tell you the door to heaven. Let me show you the door to heaven from the Bible. Let me show you the door to heaven from the Bible. And the door to heaven from the Bible is in Mark chapter 13. Mark chapter 13 from verse 27. Let me show you the way to heaven. And why the scientists will never find heaven. They will never find the heaven of God. Now look at it. Jesus made it clear. See, from verse, uh, let me read it from verse, uh, um, let me read from verse 24. It says, um, okay, let me read from verse 23. But look to yourself and be on your guard. I have told you everything beforehand. But in those days, after the affliction and oppression and distress of that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. Now, and the stars will be falling from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaking. And then... they will see the son of man coming in clouds with great kingly power and glory majesty and splendor remember he says the stars will be falling first he says the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from the sky and the powers of heaven will be shaking and then they will see the son of man coming in clouds with great kingly power and glory so the gate to heaven is the sun are you hearing me god purposely put it there quote me that's what i said i said the gate to heaven is the sun 
So God purposely put it there so that you can never cross. Whatever you are seeing the star, those are part of what the Bible calls the ends. That, that is still the that is the, the starry heaven. You have not even entered the realm of the cloud. You've not entered the cloud realm that is after the starry heaven. The cosmos we are seeing there. I get what I'm talking about. You've not entered there. So the Bible gives us that. So the way to see beyond the, the sun we cease. There will be darkness and then God will suspend the sun. And you know when the sun is suspended, what will happen on planet Earth? What do you think that will happen on planet Earth if the sun does not give his sun? Now, that, that's what God is going to do. And then the moon will not shine, which means at least for 24 hours, all across the globe, there will be no sun and there will be no moon. And there will be no stars. The James Webb will not give you anything. That's what Jesus said. And then we will not get into the realm of the cloud. So we will not see Christ coming. The realm of the cloud is that he has already left his throne in heaven and is just there. The realm of the cloud is the realm of the cherubs because they are the defenders of the throne. Right? So even if you cross the sun, you can't cross the cherubs. <laughs> you understand it? So that is the way to heaven. So if you, are, if you think, you scientists, you think that you can find heaven by looking further away from the star, from the sun. No, you cannot get it. You can't get the heaven of God looking far away eh, to see other planets. The way to enter into the heaven of God is through the sun. And that's why Ecclesiastes says life under the sun. So everything on the earth here is life under the sun are you getting that so beyond the sun is then the way you get the the angelic realm where you will not see angels physically you will not begin to see angels physically there are you getting what i'm talking about so you not see them physically now when we understand all this then we will know that a time is coming when there is going to be a revelation of the Son of God who is going to come down to save our lives. Amen. So the Bible gives us everything, just like what has spoken unto us here right now, is the Bible. So scientists may argue what I'm talking about, but they will discover that Bible has already given us the, the way, the gate to heaven. One day, Scientists, if Jesus tarries and doesn't come back, save what I'm talking about. One day is going to be seen that the way to heaven you will cross is the sun. It is not far away from the sun. No. Those words are lateral. After the sun, you are still moving up and get inside. Uh, to the throne where God is. God purposely took that way and put it that way and blocked you hmm? and blocked all of us. Amen. So this is what Bible does. Bible gives us the reality about both heaven eternal 
heaven, atmospheric heaven, starry heaven, and give all about the earth. So the earth comes and the earth goes. The people come and they, they remain the same. So the truth cannot be changed. So this is what we find here. No, that's something about the Bible. So it gives us the real understanding. And this is a rare privilege to know and believe the truth of God. It's a rare privilege. Like what I've just said now. It's a very rare privilege to know it. You know, but the most unfortunate thing is that many people discover truth and their places in God rather late in life. You know, like the thief on the cross. When that discovery would no longer have any physical benefit to them. But let me tell you, the early discovery of the truth about God and yourself will properly position you in life. You know, it's very, very difficult to discover your true self except you discover Christ. If you don't discover Christ, you have not discovered your true self. Until you discover Christ, you have not discovered your true self. Until you discover Christ, you cannot discover your true self. Discovering Christ does not automatically make you a preacher. Be primarily a fulfilled and purposeful person. You understand life. If you have not discovered Christ, you have not discovered life. Until you discover Christ, you can only understand who you are, understand the world when you understand Christ. And that is why Satan has filled the world with hatred of Christ because Christ is the definition of humanity, of life. You know, apart from the Father, Christ is the firstborn of every creation. As Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 tells us, He is the re-beginning of man's history. Christ is the beginning of man's history. He is your life. Discovering Christ most often than not changes movements, changes courses of history, changes history of people, changes life of people, changes the way and it properly interprets you. Discovery of Christ changes everything. There is no person that discovers Christ that the life remains the same. You discover the real purpose of your life. You become peaceful. One of my daughter was making a podcast and her podcast was on, uh, you know, courage. And then uh, was it on courage or stuff that way? That was something she was talking. And she said, you know, you know, talking about meekness. She was talking about meekness. And they talk about that the meek shall inherit the earth. And we're talking about, you know, Psalm 37 verse 11. How the meek will inherit the earth. And then it means that if you are meek and if you have inheritance of the earth, you will live at peace. Wow. Because it's your possession. Imagine where every person here. He says when you are meek, when you are gentle, you will be at peace. It's a way to be at peace. The problem of the world is pride. No meekness. Competition. Problems. The Bible is the standard. Imagine Jesus said, I am meek and lowly. Imagine when every person in the world is meek. Will Ukraine be, will Russia be fighting Ukraine? Will Nigeria be in crisis? Will there be political quagmire? Will it be going on as it's going on everywhere? In the United States everywhere? No. Jesus is the standard. 
Imagine where all of us are meek and lowly like Jesus. He just sat to the world. So discovering Christ changes every single thing. Discovering Christ changes the life. The world needs Christ. The world without Christ is Christ. The world needs Christ. We are witnesses. He's the deliverer. He's the savior. He changes life. Christ today is a spirit. Christ today. Christ today is a spirit. He's living in the realm of the spirit. There is also a being in the realm of the spirit. So you need Christ. In one of the episodes like that, I talked about the mystic Christ, the scriptural Christ, and the natural Christ. The scriptural Christ is this one I'm preaching to you right now. And that is also the mystic Christ who can leave the heaven and visit you. I say him, Lord, visit him in Samastipur. Visit him in, a, in, a, in, a, in Atlanta. Visit in the street of Chicago. Christ can stop the crime rate on the streets of Chicago. Christ can stop it. He make it what to cease. Let me tell you, if the Chicago uh, uh, governor and raise up a lamentation and say, Christ, help us. Let me tell you, he will do it. He will do it. He knows how to enter into the heart of men and begin to change their lives. And change their life. They go violence will cease. Humanism has not helped us. Humanism only makes us to become competitive. But if we have a single God that we all worship and allegiance unto one single God, allegiance unto one single Messiah, allegiance unto one, unto one single Father, all of us have allegiance and He controls our life, then there will be no competition. We all worship Him. The problem is humanism. Every person is struggling for his light. Today, all we are talking about pronoun and no pronoun. Every person wants to be the, 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 the number one. In the name of independence. But if we make Christ as the center of our life, there will be peace everywhere. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords. That's why when you go, like, still the monarchical areas in the, you know, in all those people we call non-democratic, they are subject unto the leader. Like in the brutal, uh, you know, North Korea. Every person listening to what Kim says. And they are subject to him. But he is a despot. It's not like that with Christ. The way Christ become the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords of the whole universe. There will be peace. There will be no war. If anyone is sick, the King of Kings will send his word into the room and the person will be healed. There will be no sickness from coast to coast, from Alaska down to my village. There will be no sickness. Because the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the deliverer, the healer is in charge. As you are walking on the street, is there. A centurion came unto Jesus 
and said, I am not fit for you to come into my house. Speak the word only. Jesus did not go to the house. Jesus spoke the word only. And then that guy sick of person was healed. They diagnosed it. And then he didn't need to go to the house. He said the word. When Jesus Christ will come and sit on his throne, if you like to sit on the throne in your life, he do not need to see him come physically. He will spend his word. You just say, Lord, I believe you are the head of principality and power and he will heal you and deliver you and save you and save your mother-in-law and save your father-in-law and save your life and change your life hallelujah through that will make you free how about you receiving him right now into your life he is the king of kings and the lord of lords how about receiving him you discover Christ, you discover life. If you don't discover Christ, you don't discover life. Right now, I want you to believe him right now. And he will come into your life and be in you and sup with you. Praise God. He is faithful. Amen. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life and give me the Holy Spirit. Say, I'm sorry, I'm a sinner. Deliver me from all my sins. Set me free, Lord. And you believe it right now. Jesus will set you free right now. In the name of Jesus, receive your freedom and salvation. I break every yoke and bondage of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, deliver everyone, O God and Father, and cause Christ to flow into their life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God Almighty. Say, Lord, grant me your Holy Spirit to live with me all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember, I'm your regular host, the Lord Brother Apostle James Sokpabi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. See you next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check us out online via Apostle James Podcast on YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere podcasts are available. Thank you for your support. Be blessed and have an awesome day. We will see you next time on Apostle James Podcast.